Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's going on, everybody? It's your old Jimmy Johnson Jr. And I'm back with my podcast, Vitamin Sports. Where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Oh, y'all thought I wasn't going to come back and drop this dime of the Ravens putting on a, a one hell of a performance last night? You thought I was going to leave 2023 without spitting that facts about what I saw from my team last night? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, happy holidays to everybody. But let me just say this. I woke up this morning feeling dangerous. And this is why. Because everybody kept talking about Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that. Brock Purdy looked like hot garbage yesterday. He looked like hot garbage yesterday, all for the simple reason of why I said it in the beginning. Brock Purdy is one of those quarterbacks that's in a system where everything is set up for him to succeed so that he doesn't have to do it by himself. But look at the games where he didn't have those weapons. He was a non-factor. He didn't do anything. I keep bringing up those three games that they lost. Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to put that to the side. No, we can't do that no more. And just just Saturday, I'm disappointed in you. You're reaching and talking about Tyreek Hill, and I do have Christian McCaffrey based on last night. He's the second second uh he's in second place in the MVP race. But where I push back at that is how you gonna put Tyreek Hill in the MVP conversation? As long as it's been a quarterback award, as long as the NFL been around since the the merge in the Super Bowl era, you have never seen a wide receiver win the regular season MVP because it is a dependent position. Running backs don't depend on the quarterback. Running backs depend on the offensive line. So Tyreek Hill is disqualified automatically from the award. There's been other receivers who put up crazy numbers that didn't win it. Calvin Johnson, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Jerry Rice, like, Coop Cup, like, I'm confused. I'm confused. And you keep talking about Tyreek Hill getting put on 2,000. Then he missed the game yesterday? Like, he's dealing with an ankle sprain along with Jalen Waddle. It's not looking good for them right now. And, you know, I've been so hard on Lamar Jackson, but I got to give respect where respect is due. Lamar Jackson did his thing last night. But I will say this. Lamar Jackson is not a passer or a thrower. Lamar Jackson, his style is like backyard football. That's the best way I can put it. When you're playing backyard football, you always want to get the ball to your friends. People you're comfortable with throwing the ball to. Like Lamar Jackson's playing backyard football out there. And it's funny that people say he's not the MVP, but he beat he outperformed the guy. The Brock Purdy threw what? They threw five interceptions last night. Brock Purdy threw four interceptions, which is the most since what twenty fifteen and uh, Colin Kaepernick. Like I've I've seen that team. Like they had plays. I give Forty Nines respect, but at the same time. How often did they call Fred Warner's name last night? 
How often did they call uh, Nick Bosa's name last night? How often did they call Chase Young's name last night? So we got to think. This team has all these weapons. They barely showed Debo last night. Kyle Hamilton is an all-pro. He's about to finish this season with four interceptions at the safety position. He's been phenomenal each and every game. Marlon Humphrey came to the party and showed up. Brandon Stevenson, he came to the party and showed up. Yes, we gave up 100 yards to Brandon IU, which was expected. We kept Kishman McCaffrey under 100 yards, which I told was about to happen. Because everybody was doubting the Ravens. You know, I'm a Ravens fan through and through. I ain't going to never discredit the Ravens unless they do something bad. But based on what I seen last night, everybody kept talking about how the 49ers this, the 49ers that. 49ers got their ass whooped last night. They got whooped. They was defeated by the third quarter. The Ravens put their foots in them, offensively and defensively. I stand corrected. The Ravens did not hold Christian McCaffrey under 100 yards. Christian McCaffrey had 14 carries for 103 yards. Then they had George Kittle. He had 126 yards. Brian Ayu, 113 yards. Okay. But it seemed like they got these numbers. Well, I know Brandon Ayu had 103 yards. But a lot of these players got these garbage yards. Because they kept certain players in the game. You know, but it is what it is, you know. Like I said, the Ravens, you know, a lot of people got upset about, you know, the referees being in the way. The referees apparently are part of the field, so, you know, it is what it is. But after that play, you know, after the safety, they got the field goals, five points. You know, that's why we got the best kick in the world, Justin Tucker. Our defense is the number one defense in the league, and I don't want to hear nothing else. We beat the top, we beat the best team, supposedly, in the NFC. The best team. The MVP favorite. What did he do? He threw four interceptions. Staring down the receiver in Debo Samuels in the end zone. Kyle Hamilton had two interceptions. Marcus Williams had an interception. Marlon Humphrey had an interception. And Patrick Quinn had an interception. And it's crazy because I, I, I had a vision that Patrick Quinn was going to catch an interception against the 49ers. And it's just like the people are not taking the Ravens seriously. People are not taking the Ravens seriously, and that's a problem. I'm not going to lie. The Ravens actually left uh, left off 14 more points on the 49ers. Yeah, we put a whooping on them, but it actually could have been worse. It could have been like 47 to 19. I mean, 47 to, yeah, 47 to 19. If the Ravens, if Lamar Jackson would have scored you know, that touchdown. And then there was another play where we was on. Yeah, it was two plays where we went for field goals. We could have put it on them. But, you know, I'll take a win where it best suits me. 
But I just want to put people on notice. The Ravens defense right now, there's nothing to play with. There's nothing to play with right now. We just beat the best team in the NFC. The best team. And then next week, next week on New Year's Eve, we got to play against the, the second best team in the AFC. So, and then we got to finish out because, you know, the Steelers going to play us like it's a Super Bowl. And it might be the last year of Mike Tomlin. But, you know, I just want, but based on Lamar's performance from last night, I give it a B. A lot of people give it an A, but I give it a B because he left a lot on the table. He should have had four touchdowns last night. He should have four touchdowns. He had a lot of missed throws, a lot of overthrows. I was a little scared at first in the beginning of the game, but if I had to say it, he did what he had to do. And he got to realize as a quarterback, you know, don't care what people say. Like, do your thing, man. Do your thing. If you got to run the football, then you got to do what you got to do. But also, Lamar Jackson got to stop falling in love with just one receiver. Yeah, you know, he threw, what, four passes to Isaiah Likely. He threw one to Gus Edwards. He threw one to um, uh, Charlie Culver. Rashad Bateman, Odell Beckham Jr., he spread the ball a little bit, but I need him to be more decisive because there was a lot of times where Lamar Jackson would do one read and just throw the ball, and it was to Zay Flowers. Like, he fell in love with Zay Flowers. Got to spread the round, man. Like, I know it was convenient this game because Zay Flowers had that number, even though he had nine receptions, 70, 72 yards, one touchdown, and, three, and 13 uh, targets. But I'm happy that we got the dub. I'm not mad at it. I'm excited that the Ravens won. And I need people to stop trying to make Brock Purdy the MVP because, like I said in the beginning, Christian McCaffrey is the MVP. MVP stands for most valuable player. That means if we don't have you, we ain't winning. Win in contention, we can't even blow our nose. Like the MVP. Most valuable player. Because there was a time where people were trying to make a case for Julio Jones to win MVP. When Julio Jones was putting up 300 yards in a game, he was he was driving that force of the Falcons team along with Devontae Freeman. So, like, yeah. And then, but when they looked at the numbers, it was Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's putting up big numbers. Randy Moss. Had 23 touchdowns, the most in uh, most receivers had in a season. The previous record was held by Jerry Rice. They didn't say Randy Moss going to get MVP. What did they say? Tom Brady. Cam Newton. Those guys, if they don't have those guys, they're not winning. Offensively, if we don't have Lamar Jackson, we're not putting up any points, so we're losing. Because our defense can only do but so much. They'll hold up an opponent down, but then the opponent can start heating up. We need to score. Lamar Jackson hasn't been playing like an MVP level. He's just been he's starting to be more a little bit more consistent in certain games. He showed up. He didn't show up like I wanted him to, but he showed up. 
He came out there, he played through two touchdowns, not mad at that. Only got sacked really twice. I mean, that safety. He got and I knew that I mean, I told people those our tackles is gonna get our quarterback killed. Because I mean our tackles had the big testament today. They had to go against Chase Young and Nick Bosa. Both of those guys is good. I mean, Joey Bosa. Both of those guys is good. Top tier. But we held our own. Lamar Jackson finished with a QBR rating of 86. Brock Purdy finished a QBR of 8. Shout out to Skip Bills, who, you know, does that, loves that award right there. And, um... All I got to say is, I don't know, like I got some more to say. I want to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Everybody's so quick to blame Patrick Mahomes. I mean, not Patrick Mahomes, blame his receivers. Patrick Mahomes did not look that good against the Raiders. So we're going to blame the receivers for throwing that pick six? Well, how about that fumble? Like, Kansas City ain't looking too good right now. And I was telling people... People want to not give Eric the enemy the credit. Eric the enemy, there's a reason why he's gone. And there's a reason why they slamming right now. He made life for Andy Reid easier. But, you know, people don't realize what they got till it's gone. And then you got, uh, what's his name? Yeah, I, I just don't understand people right now because... And then I'm also hearing some stuff about Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick. Okay, so everybody's so quick to say Mike Tomlin need to get fired based on this season. And I always have this saying, you're only as good as the people you draft. Kenny Pickett is not the answer. He's not the answer after Ben Rosberger, but he's the answer for right now. They, what, what is Mike Tomlin supposed to do with this team? And everybody talk about, well, if you look at his having a winning season, yeah, I'll, we can look at those seasons. Let's look at the fact that he's had nothing there really to work with, and he's turned something. He turned something. I mean, he turned nothing out of. He turned nothing into a something. <laughs> the same quote I used for John Harbaugh. Those years at the 2019, John Harbaugh was working his ass off trying to make sure the team was good. They were trying to make sure the team was good. And if Mike Tomlin go to a team that all they need is a good coach and a good quarterback, so that's the Vikings, that's the Atlanta, and the Chargers. If you go to even one of those teams, the first few teams, if he provide a quarterback, and they can go draft everything else, their team is going to be better because he's going to hold them to a standard. And watch how the Steelers start declining, 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 declining. It's going to take, if he leaves, it's going to take him a while to get back, get back good. And everybody talking about Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick won six rings there. Granted, him and Tom Brady did that, but the fact that they did that, won six championships there. 
Six. Like, come, come on now, man. Like, come on. Like, let's be for real. More than Dallas. Think they tied with the Steelers? That's six championships. And football, that's not easy. But they made it look easy. And everybody reach out to give Tom Brady his credit, but forget that every time they won a Super Bowl, they had a top five defense. They held people in check. Look what they did to the Rams. Look what they did to the Rams. Like, look what they did to the Carolina Panthers. Look what they did to the, what? I think they played the Eagles. Look what they did to the Eagles. Like, I'm confused. I'm confused. Look what they did to Patrick Mahomes. When they beat them up in the AFC Championship game. Look what they did to them. So this just go to show, like, people just don't pay attention and listening to facts when it's right in front of you. Everybody keep thinking is you, yo, y'all keep saying this this player not going to be good, that player not going to be good. Mike Thomas is only good because he on the Steelers. <laughs> Bro, he got them to buy in after Ben Rosberger left. Yeah, they might not be as good as those teams, but the fact that He's one of very few black coaches to win the Super Bowl. I think he's the second. The fact that he has a still he's one of he is a part of the historic franchise and one of the historic franchises in the NFL. And he's had multiple winning seasons. Maybe it might be time for him to go. Maybe his message is not getting to them anymore and they want to do their own thing. That's fine. But to say he's a bad coach, he's the third best coach in the NFL. There's three of them. Nobody's better than Mike Tomlin. Nobody's better than John Harbaugh. And nobody's better than Bill Belichick. We've seen that. We've seen these three coaches get wins that people doubted them in. We've seen John Harbaugh go to San Francisco and beat them. Offensively defensively, and special teams. We've seen Mike Tomlin pull wins out of nowhere. Bro, they was 9-0 before, you know, the Washington Commanders beat them when they was going on their 9-0 streak. We saw Bill Belichick turn things around with little to nothing. Like, like, come on now. Come on. Like, we, I know people want to throw in Andy Reid. I know people want to throw in um, the coach from the Philadelphia Eagles. I know people want to throw in the coach from the Browns. But these guys, I'm not going to lie. John Harbaugh is one of the best coaches. To me, he's the best coach in the AFC. I know that's a big statement, but he's the best coach in the AFC. Because of what he's done in his 16 years, I think it's 16 or 15 years for the Baltimore Ravens. Have stellar defense, comparable offense, outstanding special teams. Like, like, come on now, man. Come on. Come on. And people talking about every every time the Ravens do bad, fire John Harbaugh. For what? 
You telling me Mike Tomlin walking through that door? You talking about Bill Belichick walking through that door? Yeah, okay. The same coach that has the most playoff road wins in NFL history. Yeah, okay. We talking about the same coach. The same coach that made the Ravens buy into who he is. You got Ray Lewis. You got uh, Ed Reed, Terrell Suggs. Those guys with big personalities. He took it upon himself to make his presence be known. And they got his respect. That's why they show love to John Harbaugh. That's why the Ravens organization love and respect John Harbaugh. And John Harbaugh is not complacent. Each and every game, he wants to get better. Each and every season, he wants to get better. He answers questions articulately. He self-motivates himself, which motivates the team out there. He gets the motivations. He brings them back down to earth. And when they're not doing their job, he put their foot in his ass. He put his foot in their ass. Like, I don't know where people going with this reaching of the MVP or this reaching of firing these coaches. Okay. The grass ain't green on the other side. And it's funny how everybody was talking about the 49ers get ready to spank the Ravens, and the 49ers got spanked. They got spanked. Because it really should have been a blowout if we are, if we being honest. It should have been a blowout. But, you know, that's one of the flaws of the Ravens. We be leaving, you know, unfinished business left on the table. Because if you look at a lot of the games he played, there were games where we should have blew out the Chargers. We should have blew out Jacksonville. We should have blew out those last two games. We should have blew them out. But a win is a win. I'm happy. You know, can't wait to see what 2024 offers because that will be where Wyoming Sports takes off. If you don't got a hoodie now, you better get a hoodie soon. It's getting a little chilly out there. And I ain't talking about the weather. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr. See ya.